So he went on to explain that uh, the case could not go on because uh, fellow judges were uh, either unable to come or were unwell. Um, on the streets, uh, demonstrations in uh, NASA, that is the opposition coalition, NASA stronghold, uh, immediately started uh, in Kisumu and in parts of Nairobi. And uh, the judge, sorry, the lawyer uh, for the petitioners, John Haminwa, who's been practicing law for more than 50 years now, uh, when he spoke to him, the SBC spoke to him, said he was shocked uh, by the division, by the court and the absence of the other judges. And, and he said um, he doesn't know how the country moves forward from there. But the NASA lawyer, the lawyer for the opposition, insisting that any election that is held tomorrow will be legal and insisting that his party will not be taking part in the polls. Uh, Jubilee, the ruling coalition, uh, says the, the polls are going on and Kenyans should come up in their millions uh, to endorse uh, President Kenyatta's second term. One thing that may be suggested by the fact that uh, the Supreme Court lacked a quorum today was, uh, yes, we know the judges uh, simply weren't available, but there may have been some sort of intimidation um, against them. Is this something that people uh, believe is true? Has Was anything mentioned about this? Yes, in fact, uh, uh, both the lawyer for the petitioners and the lawyer for uh, the National Super Alliance, uh, all of them said that there seems to be some form of intimidation that happened last night um, just on the eve uh, of this ruling or on the eve of this case. Uh, one of the judge, the, the deputy chief justice's uh, bodyguard, who also doubles up as a driver, was shot and seriously injured as he was uh, buying potted plants. Uh, just on the outskirts of the capital, Nairobi. And uh, now uh, that was one of the reasons why uh, Justice Mulu could not appear in court. Uh, and indeed, uh, the Chief Justice said that uh, the reason that uh, Justice Mulu was not in court is because of the events of last night. One of the judges has actually been unwell and was not there uh, for the ruling uh, that happened on um, on, on, on the last day, on the 1st of September. Uh, but uh, the two dissenting judges, uh, the ones who dissented the ruling that uh, nullified President Uru Kenyatta's victory, were not in court. And all that Maraga could say, Justice Maraga could say, was that uh, they were not able to come to court. Uh, so already, uh, just like uh, we have heard of divisions in the Electoral Commission, uh, divisions are starting to emerge in the Supreme Court. Mm. We haven't yet heard, uh, obviously, what uh, Mr. Odinga is going to present this afternoon, but uh, clearly it, whatever he uh, says is going to be very, very important in terms of whether there are s- extreme violent uh, protests and demonstrations tomorrow, I imagine. I've seen some things on Twitter which suggest some people are really getting quite worried about the situation and uh, may, even if they were intending to vote tomorrow, uh, stay at home but for fear. Yes, indeed. Um, one of the things that is happening, we've tried to push James Orengo, the lawyer uh, for the opposition, to say whether there will be protests tomorrow. He could only uh, confirm that there will be protests today. Indeed, uh, supporters of Raila Odinga are gathering at one of the main uh, parks here in Nairobi, Uhuru Park, uh, where Odinga is expected to make this major announcement that he has talked about. But Orengo's lawyer, uh, but, but NASA's lawyer, Orengo, insisted that there will be no election tomorrow. So he said, but look, uh, there are a lot of people, whether they support uh, NASA or Jubilee, who still come out uh, to vote. He said, even if they come out to vote, 
this is not an election because one one part of the country will not be voting and also he says conditions that are in place are not uh, will not guarantee a free and fair election so uh, in essence i think we are preparing the country for another election petition Sarah Kamani, our reporter in Kenya, thank you for that. We're now joined by Samia Werungu, who's the director of the African Center for Security and Strategic Studies, which is based in Nairobi and uh, has this response. So thank you for joining us. Uh, how much of a surprise it w- was it for you and your organization that uh, the court basically uh, put this matter on ice? It's a shock to everybody, but uh, we've seen some of the things being done by the government leading to today. And uh, because of what we've been seeing in the country, some of the actions being taken by IPC and certain sections of the government, if you look at it in totality, you'll not be surprised because the end game for the government was to ensure that the elections happen tomorrow. And the fact that I'm not sure how the Supreme Court is going to behave, uh, some of us have this feeling that there's something up their sleeves, and that is exactly what we're seeing today. In security terms, there really is a, a big threat now, I imagine, that uh, life for ordinary Kenyans will descend into something very fearful if uh, you know serious uh, demonstrations do break out. As a security and strategic studies group, do you, do you feel that uh, Kenya's uh, democracy and its way of life is under threat as a result of this? It is under serious threat, and uh, this we speak without fear or fear. We know many of the actions that are being taken or are being done by this government are com- completely outside the law. Many of the actions being done by the police are contrary to human rights. And uh, as we go towards tomorrow, and uh, things happening when half of the registered voters are claiming not to go to vote tomorrow, and the other half is going to vote, assuming that the numbers are correct, then whatever happens tomorrow, I can see without uh, any other other, uh, view that this country is slowly degenerating into some lawless uh, country where the government is using its brute force to stamp its authority, and their position is ensuring that even as they do that, they are going to stake their neck out. In totality, and when we look at it in terms of the region, I think what we are seeing when we do scenario mapping, we are not seeing anything good, because whatever will happen, our standing as an organization is that we are going to have what we call negative peace, peace that is enforced by law enforcement agents, peace without reconciliation, peace without participation of majority of voters and other Kenyans in this country, and therefore the the, the future looks honestly green. Okay, um, and just finally, the international community, we saw the role they played in the previous election. They have made a number of statements in the build-up to, you know, tomorrow's election. Will the international community be able to have any influence uh, on, on matters going forward? Because if, as you described, the Kenyan government is, uh, you know, riding roughshod over democracy, um, you know, this is a serious problem, not only for the country, but the continent. For some reasons, we don't understand uh, why the international community is behaving this way. Of course, we know they have their own interests. 
We know they've been looking at Kenya as a beacon of stability in the region. But I think when you do what they are doing against the wishes of half of the Kenyan voting group, then I don't think they are assisting this country. Because the uh, first time they said the elections are okay, the Supreme Court uh, dragged them aside. They came back and said everything is being done well. One of the commissioners disappeared. And then the chairman himself came and said, I cannot guarantee elections. So everything they've been saying has been countermanded by actions and speeches from people who the country believes are telling us the truth. So as we move towards tomorrow, I think it is very difficult for half of the population that is voting, that is supposed to vote, to believe that the international community can contribute anything good for this country. For some reasons, I think majority of us who are not even in those camps, we do not understand what the international community is, is speaking about. Thank you very much to Samiwa Warungu, who's the director of the African Center for Security and Strategic Studies. They're based in Nairobi.